Hey you, and welcome to this episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast, the number one place where faith and business coincide and servant leaders reside. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, faith mentor and service-based business strategist and coach, helping service providers, coaches, consultants, brands, entrepreneurs, and believers to increase their faith their confidence, their impact, and their income. Specifically on the income side of things, I help Christian entrepreneurs achieve consistent revenue in their businesses by helping them master their messaging and creating and launching their very own premium service. Welcome guys to the episode. As you can see in the title, this is Mindfulness Was God's Idea Part Two, super excited to hop right in as you know or if you missed mindfulness was god's idea part one make sure that you go back and check it out i mentioned that i have about 10 topics where i want to really break them down and so we will have multiple parts of this specific topic of mindfulness right Um, and so the first two topics was meditation along with stillness silence and like solitude and so Our next two topics, which we're going to talk about today, are going to be being present and non-attachment or in other words, letting go. And so I'm really excited to hop right in. But first and foremost, I just have a little bit of tea that I have to spill with you guys. And then we're going to hop right into the episode. All right. So first and foremost, today is the last day to submit an application for our spring enrollment in Successful Servant Leader Academy. Yes, go ahead and click that link in the show notes to learn more and apply. Classes begin this coming Monday, April 19th. Next on the agenda, if you are not already on our email or text list, make sure that you click that link in the show notes and join the tribe. Yes, join the tribe. It is a free resource available to you so that the faith and business work does not stop here, but it continues after we finish our podcast episodes. In the tribe, you will receive tribe-only content like self-care Sundays and Thursday tea. You'll also receive reminders and first dibs access to freebies and so much more. So don't forget to click that link in the show notes and join the tribe. Last and certainly but not least, Please don't forget to share this podcast with a friend and rate and leave us a review. I appreciate it more than you could ever, ever know. Okay. And make sure that you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at the successful servant leader. So that's going to wrap up our tea for today. And we are about to hop right into this episode. I know that you guys are just as excited as I am about understanding and knowing more about mindfulness being God's idea and all of the topics and all of the subcategories that go along with that. And the reason that I'm doing this is because I feel like as believers and Christian entrepreneurs, a lot of times we feel stuck. So I encourage you to really go back to mindfulness was God's idea part one so that you can really get into the statistics. I talk about statistics. I looked up peer reviewed articles. I looked up so much because I really wanted to give you guys first and foremost, the worldly view, right? You guys know that I went to school for 
the study of behavior, basically. So I literally am like a scientist. So data is my thing. And I love to apply that not only to business, but also to my faith as well. Like I like to understand and know that, okay, there is scientific meaning behind this. But obviously when it comes to the worldly things, they use their own worldly way instead of going to God. And so I think that is just an amazing, an amazing thing that God has not only given me the the interest in science and data, but also how I can mix that with faith and business. And (laughs) y'all, I have another topic that I'm going to bring to you just here recently. It came about um, and I can't wait to bring it to you, but it's basically how we really, really mix data and affecting and changing behavior with faith. And that is something I know for a fact that is not talked about enough in the church. I don't think it's talked about enough in the Christian community. So anywho, I just want to give you an update on that. We will be, we're going to be getting right into that and I cannot wait. And so if you want to know the statistics, the stats, the peer review articles, make sure you definitely go back and check out episode, the first episode, the first part of, um, this topic of mindfulness was God's idea. And so today, like I said, we're going to hop into being present and letting go um, or being nonchalant. And so when we think about being present, right, we, if you know Bible, you know that this was God's idea, like be still and know that I am God. I don't even know the verse, but I know that it's in the Bible, right? Um, and so we have to understand that mindfulness puts a lot of emphasis on paying attention in the present moment and not dwelling on thoughts um, about the past or the future. And we know for a fact that there is scripture that says, do not worry about tomorrow for today has enough trouble of its own, right? Um, but being present takes on a whole new level of meaning when we consider that God is present with us, right? Um, like I said, go back to the verse. Do not worry about tomorrow for today has enough trouble of its own, right? And so in mindfulness teachings, especially when we think of worldly teachings, um, they encourage their practitioners <laughs> or those who practice it to bring their attention back to the present moment by focusing on their breath or some other sensation. Now that is very helpful, right? It's very, very helpful. I think that as I get into, not even I think, but I know, and I want to share it with you guys, but as I really get into my morning times with God, and this is something that I'm working on, you know, coming, get, if, if it's God's will, a YouTube channel to really just show you guys more in depth on how to really be mindful, how to really have business meetings with God, how to really just have time for God. And I know that there was something for me where I just was like, I really don't get it. Like, what does that really look like? And for me, I'm a visual learner. I need to see what things look like. And so that's something me and God are working on. And I'm gonna let y'all know (laughs) when it comes and when it's available. Um, But you know, in the world, they teach us um, be present in the moment by focusing on your breath or some other sensation, focusing on your body, focusing on, you know, what's really going on within you. And I feel like it's definitely a a helpful way to anchor our minds in the present. But as Christians, we have to also remember that God's presence is our anchor. Do you get that? God's presence is our anchor, not the universe, not our minds, not ourselves, not anything. Only God, Jesus is our anchor. His presence is our anchor. And you could also think of it as Holy Spirit as being our anchor as well. 
And so, you know, I have the scripture to back it up. I have six scriptures today to really anchor us in being present in the Lord, right? Being present and really just hopping into this thing called mindfulness in the subcategory of being present. And so the first one is Psalm 89, 15 through 16. Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, Lord. They rejoice in your name all day long. They celebrate your righteousness. And before we go to the next one, I wanted to look up the word acclaim so that you know exactly what that means. And so I, I just typed it in Google. You could also do more research if you'd like. But acclaim is to, as a verb, praise enthusiastically and publicly. And as a noun, it is enthusiastic and public praise. And so if we go back to Psalm 89, 15 through 16, it says, blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you. Those who walk in the light of your presence, Lord, they rejoice in your name all day long and they celebrate your righteousness. Matthew 28 and 20. Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Psalm 23 and 4, and I encourage you just to go ahead and just read all of Psalm 23. I have this season in my life, God has really had me just anchored, <laughs> not only in Psalms 91, because you know I've been talking about Psalms 91, but Psalm 23 as well. I encourage you to go and read that for yourself. But today we're in Psalm 23 and 4, and it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. On to Psalm 16 and 11. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. John fourteen sixteen through 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth, or the Holy Spirit. You know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. And verse number 6, Matthew chapter 6 and 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And so I hope you take those six scriptures and really start to put them to work. You guys know I'm all about putting your faith with your works or putting your belief and matching that with action. Action is what gives us results. Action is what takes us from a small mustard seed size of faith to <laughs> crazy faith. If you've ever seen that series by Michael Todd, um, I need you to know and understand that action, action, action is so important. And I know we still have a whole nother section to talk about a whole nother few verses that I need to give you, but I have to stop right here in the middle of this and remind you that action is key. I can give you these things all day long. Like I gave you, you know, peer reviewed articles and scientific data and research in our first part of mindfulness was God's idea. 
But if you are not taking the, the, the information that I gave you along with the scriptures and really applying them to your everyday life and really meditating on those scriptures, right? Because in the first part, we talked about meditation and stillness or solitude. If you're not taking that and applying it, then what is its purpose, right? So I really just encourage you to really put what I'm sharing with you on every single episode of this podcast into action. And I'm going to remind you again, just like I remind you about everyone else. Like we talked about in episode, I don't know what episode it was, but it's titled, Oh, We Talk in Teams. Who's on your team? Right. And so if you're here listening to this, I want you to still go back and test what I said as well. Right. Go back, make sure it's in the Bible. Um, and so let's hop right into uh, the non-attachment portion of today's episode, or in other words, letting go. So we've talked about being present, right? But we need to talk about non-attachment. We need to talk about letting things go. We need to talk about how in Matthew 6 and 34, it says, do not worry about tomorrow for we can worry about tomorrow when we get there. Today has enough trouble of its own or each day has enough trouble of its own. And so when we talk about non-attachment or letting go, um, I know that in a lot of guided mindfulness meditations, you will or the person will be invited to let go of the thoughts that come up in their mind. Right. Um, and mind you, you know, we're talking about the worldly perspective. I only talk about it because I know that it is more prevalent to you. It is more available to you. It is everywhere, especially if you are a connoisseur of social media. <laughs> um, it's everywhere. And so when we talk about this, they, especially during mindfulness meditations, they are always going to invite you to let go of thoughts that come up in your mind. And it's something that I do as well, right? But when we talk about Christian mindfulness and meditation, when we let go of those thoughts immediately, 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 I need you to take away those other thoughts and then just start to focus on Jesus, focus on the cross, focus on whatever it is that you need to focus on. And so when they invite us to let go of our thoughts or uh, let go of just anything that's just not going on in this that we don't need to think about in this present moment the idea is to observe your thoughts as if you were watching another person think them right so the goal of this i'm gonna say like quote unquote non-attachment is to simply be aware of your ways of thinking without reacting to them strongly or in a clingy way and so you can go back to the important uh, the importance of self-awareness because we talked about this a little bit in that episode as well. And so scripture encourages us to let go of certain ways of thinking. It does. Period. That's why mindfulness was God's idea, right? Uh so we can observe our own thoughts without having to believe them, right? So you can have negative thoughts because let's keep it real. Fear is going to be something that we encounter probably on a daily basis. I do things in fear. I do. Uh, I push through that fear. I have the thoughts like, what if people don't listen to this? What if people don't watch this? What if no one cares? What if somebody criticizes this? I still do it even though I had those thoughts, right? Because I'm doing my best to align my thoughts and my actions and my words with the word of God, right? 
If you've been here with me for Mornings with Grace, you know that's exactly what we do every single morning for Mornings with Grace. That's align our words and our thoughts with the word of God, nothing else. And so we can observe our thoughts, which it's good to observe our thoughts, but we don't have to believe them. We don't have to put them into action and we don't have to let them come out of our mouth. That's a whole nother topic, but you guys know that I always talk about you have to be mindful of the things that come out of your mouth. Your mouth has the power of life and death. As we know, it is in scripture. And so if you allow those deathly things, those negative things to come out of your mouth, oh, nobody's going to listen to this episode. Nobody's going to, um, you know, rate the podcast. Uh, nobody is even listening to mornings with grace. Like if I let those things really come out of my mouth before I actually got on and talked to you guys or before, or even as I go throughout my day, then I am projecting that into my atmosphere. And that's something that I refuse to do. I only said it here so that you could have it as an, as an example. Okay. So when we notice ourselves having a thought that goes against God's word, we need to immediately replace it or rework that thing with biblical truth. If I'm going to try to, um, I mean, I'm going to try to link it in the show notes, but I did a post on Instagram about reworking our thoughts and in reworking our thoughts, you're also reworking your language. And so I will have, we will have an episode on this. I don't know if it's next week, whatever God leads me to do, but we will have an episode on this. But in the meantime, I will definitely link that, um, post on Instagram in the show notes. And so, uh, just some examples of replacing those negative thoughts or those things that go against God's words with biblical truth. Um, when we have like anxious or fearful thoughts, we can instead choose to trust in our faithful God, right? Who loves and cares about us. And so that's why I want to give you guys these scriptures so that when these thoughts and these things come to your mind that are against God's word, you can immediately come back and refer to these scriptures. You can immediately come back and refer to these scriptures so that you can use your the scripture to combat the negativity in your mind, the anxiousness in your mind, the fear in your mind, right? Um, and so we can also let go of the ideas and norms of this culture, right? Of our culture and the world that we live in that are contrary to God's will. And that is so important, Okay. Guys, we have episodes coming up that I'm super excited to get into, but we need to know and understand that I'm not talking about mindfulness was God's idea for no reason. Yes, I want you to have peace of mind. Yes, I want you to, you know, have this tranquil, tranquil life in alignment with God's word and in partnership with God. But I also want you to know the plans and schemes of the enemy. And that's why we're doing this as well. Everything that we do here. Successful Servant Leader, the community, the podcast, the educational platform, the social media is the number one place where faith and business coincide. And I only don't say life because for me, life is faith, period. And so it is the number one faith place where faith and business coincide and servant leaders reside. And so the reason that we have this community is because there is a spirit. You can call it the spirit of the Antichrist that runs rampant through our culture, black culture, that runs rampant through American culture, that runs rampant through our world that wants to teach anything that is opposite of God's will, period. 
And so that is why we're talking about that. And so when I say, you know, we can let go of the ideas and norms of our culture and the world that are contrary to God's will, I really mean that. And so we want to set our minds on God, his word and what he's doing in the world while detaching ourselves from the things that the world will focus on. And so when we talk about mindfulness being God's idea, that's the reason why I give uh, scientific research. That's the reason why I go into data and things like that, because the world is talking about these things. The world is talking about these things, but they're not talking about it in alignment with God's word and his will. And so let's hop right into the um, scriptures that I have for you based on non-attachment or letting go. And I want you again to really work on applying this to your everyday life. Okay. I'm not giving this to you for my own health. I'm giving it to you because I know that it's going to transform and change your life. We are talking so much in depth about mindset because this is all mindset, right? You know, I've been talking about the wealth mindset. We're talking about this so that before I even get into sharing more things about, you know, more strategies about business and more strategies about just changing things in your life, you've got this mindset thing down packed and I've done my job to give you the resources that you need to get this mindset thing down pack, right? Because the first thing that the enemy is going to do as you start to, you know, rekindle that relationship or really work on your business because you know that's what God has called you to do or really start to work on becoming a wife or a husband or as you go into this journey of becoming a mother, he's going to attack your mind. He does not want you to do any of those things in alignment with the will of God. He doesn't want you to get married. He doesn't want you to have children and raise them up in the way that they should go. He doesn't want you to rekindle those relationships and practice forgiveness. He wants you to run this world or walk this world in a way where you allow unforgiveness to run your life, where you allow anxiety and depression and fearfulness to run your life, where you um, are too afraid to get married because of the things that you've seen in your past and the things that you've experienced with relationships and the things that you've seen your mom or your dad or your sister go through with men. And if you're a guy listening to this, you know, vice versa, that you've seen your men in your life maybe due to other women or that you've seen women due to men. The enemy wants you to play on those hurts and those uh, bondages and those strongholds and those generational curses. But that's not what we're doing, period. We're here to dismantle his plans. I'm here to give you the resources that I can in the best way possible and the way that, you know, God gave it to me so that you can apply that to your own life. And that's why I always encourage you to go and do the research for yourself after I give it to you. And so I'm going to stop. I'm going to get off this tangent <laughs> and I'm going to give you the scriptures um, based off of non-attachment and letting go. So first and foremost is Romans 12, two to three. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment and in alignment with God. Second Corinthians two and five. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Forget the formal things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? 
I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 and verse 4 and verse 7. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Verse 4. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Verse 7. A time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak. 1 John chapter 2, 15 through 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the world, I'm sorry, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but it is from the world. And last but certainly not least, John 14 and 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So I want to read that again. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, so let your hearts not be troubled. Neither let them be afraid, so do not be afraid either. And so I pray that these scriptures are a blessing to you. And I pray that as we, as you go throughout this week and until we get our next episode, you really apply this to your daily life. What I am going to do is I'm going to make a blog post. If you did not know, I did start a blog. I had already been posting since like last year, but now I've made it live for you guys to go and check out those posts. I am going to make a post and it's going to be titled uh, Mindfulness Was God's Idea. I don't know exactly which um, one I'm going to do it on. I might just do it on every single part, uh, but I'm definitely going to make a blog post so that you can see these scriptures in plain sight. Okay, that's my plan and my hope. Hopefully before even our next episode comes out. And if so, when I record that one, I will definitely let you know that that is available to you. And so I pray that this episode was a blessing to you again. You have a blessed, blessed day and a blessed week. And I will see you guys back here for another episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast.